Hey, we're the Wise Guys Podcast coming straight from my walk-in closet. Tonight we have Mr. Robiel Tasfeldelt, right? How do I say that again? Tasfeldelt. Damn it, every damn time. <laughs> I'm just going to stick with Robiel because I know how to say that one. But definitely one of the best Wise Guys uh, guests that we have had. He's actually back for a second time. He's fresh off a fight. He's going to be talking about what went down in the fight. We're going to go back on, uh, you know, the lead up to the fight, what happened after the fight, during the fight. Last time he was here, we talked about how you get girls by fighting. Just kidding. His girlfriend made up, you know, never mind. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> but basically right now we're going to go ahead and get this uh, started, getting pop it off. So much, so much to talk about. Let's go ahead and uh, roll that intro. Music. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Good to see you. Yeah, you too, man. I'm sorry I sent you to the wrong house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for those of you guys who don't know, uh, he hit me up on Instagram. He's on his way. I actually double booked the appointment. So glad we came through with yours. Thanks for reminding me. I'm very, very, very not on it. <laughs> but I sent his ass to the wrong fucking house. I was like, yeah, duh, dude, Donaldson. I'm like, what the hell? Where the hell is this dude going, dude? What the hell? And then uh found out I gave you the wrong street, so... <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Didn't mean to send you around in this small town like the black dude knocking door to door going, what's going on out here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like my bad, dude. It's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. No, you can definitely handle yourself. I'm, I'm not, I definitely know that. So just fresh off your fight, how are you feeling? Are you sore or uh, how are you feeling? You know, I was sore for a couple days, but I fought for 15 minutes, Damn. which is a long time to be fighting another person. <laughs> Got to say so. But... I really didn't take much damage. Okay. I just woke up the next day feeling like I wrestled a wrestling tournament. Is that what before. it was like? Yeah, sore neck, sore back. That was about a week ago, right? Yep. Yeah, because you have nothing on you, nothing on your face, nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's good, dude. Yeah, and I, uh, we saw some highlights of it. I saw that uh, you tagged that guy pretty damn good a couple times with, the same, with your right, right? You yeah, with your right. Big time, dude. Yep, but I landed some good shots. I uh, I had a real good first period where I felt like I kind of just dominated the entire sure. entirety of that period. Um, second period was a little more back and forth, but I still felt like I dominated most of that period. He ended in a good position, um, and it you know, I think to the naked eye, it looked like he was landing some good shots. Did his did the fight end underground? Uh, yeah, there was a lot of grappling. There was, so did yeah. you guys roll, how long were you on your feet, would you say? I would say of that 15 minutes, we were probably on the feet for three, four, five. Oh, damn, that's tiring. Yeah. Wow. It's that's a grind. Shit. No kidding, dude. Good thing you are in immaculate shape, too. Like, when you came over here, you were dominating that pizza we have. Have you not, <laughs> have you not been eating bad foods or whatever? You've been eating better foods in training? Uh, you know, I don't cut a lot of weight. So sure. you're, I, just, you're one of those assholes that's just <laughs> always... You got, For the listeners that don't know, Robiel is just, like, not an ounce of fat on him. Six-pack, probably says birth. Like, freaking just a ripped dude. It's such bullshit, dude. I hate it. I have one milkshake goes straight to my fucking ass. I can't handle this shit, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, so I don't really cut a lot of weight, so I can kind of eat what I what I want what you to. Want. But I try to at least like 
get a lot of good nutrition. What your body needs, right? Yeah, and then everything else is just extra. So with the fight, so unfortunately it did go down to a decision, right? And you and you and you unfortunately lost the fight, correct? Yep. So it was a split decision. Split decision. So did you see the scorecards? How close was it? Um, no, I didn't get to see the scorecards, but they'll when they're announcing the decision, they'll be like first judge scores it. 29 28 Robel for second judge okay. scores at 29 28 and um all three judges scored at 29 28 really yep so what that just means is they thought one judge thought I won two rounds and lost a round and two judges thought he won two rounds and lost a round damn those other two judges yeah. Sorry, dude. I thought I paid him off enough. <laughs> no, that's messed up. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, at least it wasn't like this big, like margin of victory. It's not like he whooped your ass by any means, right? You know what I mean. And then, so where do you go from here? Because that's you know the last fight too. Um, are you're you're fresh off a couple wins, and now you're fresh off a couple losses, right? Complete yeah. different mindset. What's the mindset now? Because now you're actually going through it with fighters go through, right? Now you've right. seen it both. Yeah, I've never lost twice in a row um so you're you are human yeah <laughs> i know it's it's just yeah it's a little demoralizing but you know i look back and i think if i would have made a few adjustments that fight would have been mine like i came into that fight expecting to dominate right and um so even if i would have won that split decision i don't know if i would have been satisfied with that performance true so We'll link some of that stuff in the uh, in the description too, guys, because reading some of the articles that I read about the fight, it was rarely close. I mean, you guys both landed great shots. It sounded like um, I couldn't get – I could only see clips, unfortunately. I wasn't able to watch the whole fight. But, man, ah, just a, a really, really tough fight. But you said you're on your feet for only three minutes. I mean, damn. Yeah. That's got to be tiring. I came out going one speed. <laughs> and that was just go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, like, picked him up with a single leg, pretty much slammed him from over my head a couple times. Dope. Which, you know, looks awesome and yep. does a lot of damage, but, you know. It takes a lot out of you. It takes a lot out of you. It's, a, you know, it's like doing a heavy squat. Well, dude, I want you to keep fighting. Like, the last time you were here, too, you know, you kind of talked about it in the – if you want to know, I guess I, you mentioned, you know, you didn't know where you're going to go from it or where, you know, you want to fight, blah, blah, blah. All I can t- say is that from what I get from the comments that people leave you, I know the messages that you get, the articles that I read, we're all behind you. And, dude, we want to see you fight and keep going because, like you said, you've never lost two in a row. So you're actually, like, you're going through adversity now because it's kind of bullshit that all you used to do is win. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, obviously winning's great, blah, 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 this and that. But, like, you're going through it all as an amateur, and that was a professional fight, correct? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, now in your professional career, you're learning where to go, and now you're probably going to get some fights where – you can come and kick some ass because maybe they'll be thinking, oh, well, he's fresh off two losses. Why don't we get this guy right here? It'll kind of be like a build-up fight for you. and Then go fucking shock the world and beat his ass. Right. You know? And so just sit back and wait for that. I feel like that's going to come. Now, when's the next uh, scheduled? That was an LFA fight, you said? Yep. And what does that stand for? Oh, uh, Legacy Fighting 
um, I think Alliance. And for the listeners who don't know, that's kind of like the how there's like baseball teams have AAA teams. That's basically like what that is, right? Uh, for the, so there's obviously the UFC. Then there's like Bellator and this LFA and some other ones, right? Isn't there like DFC too and like? Yep, uh, Dynasty Combat. They're okay. you know they're a smaller promotion. Um, yeah, I would say that's a good analogy for it. If okay. you're if you're a champion of LFA, you, there's a good chance you're gonna get called up to the UFC or to Bellator. And you had a buddy that had that happen to, right? Yep, uh, Devin Clark. He used to train at Next Edge. He won a LFA title in Sioux Falls. Maybe maybe two years ago now. Oh, okay. And then um, Dana White was actually there, and afterwards called him up to the UFC, and he's been. <laughs> fighting in the ufc ever since i think we talked about that before i think a buddy of mine had said that uh saw dana white like at wiley's or some shit he was at a bar downtown here in sioux falls and right. of course everybody has to come up to him and act like oh dana like he don't know you dude he's not your friend just because you spend money on his you know what i mean right. it's funny but it seems like he's a super nice down there guy so i don't know so you go through the fights you do all that um, oh, I had this long intro for you. I'm going to probably record that. You'll hear what I'm talking about, listeners. But when you, when you go through what you're going through, you get home, you wake up the next day. What's the difference? And this is probably an obvious answer, but what's the difference between the morning you wake up when you won or the morning when you wake up and you lost? What's the difference in feeling? Is there any? Um, like, are you more excited to check your phone and shit? Yeah, I I would say you're probably in a slightly good mood. Um, something I've done ever since my first ever amateur fight, and I don't know why I started doing this, but I I did, and I've done it ever since. Is the like the next opportunity I have to be in the gym to train, I'll go do it. And so, Dope. That's sometimes awesome. that's a Saturday morning. Or sometimes that's that fall and Monday. So everybody's like, wow, Robiel just had a fight and, like, dude, he's in the gym already. That's got to be such a good thing for the kids to see, you know? Yeah, you know. But you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for nobody else, right? Yeah, you okay. know. I It's kind of like my, like, if I win, it's my way of, like, okay, you're not letting this go to your head. You're going right back into it. And then if I lose, it, like you know, kind of helps keep me together. Like, all right, let's get back on the horse. And you have a support, you know, at the gym and everything. Yeah. Like and what gym do you find out again? I know we talked about it last time, but I love promoting this gym because the stuff that you guys do over there and what you stand for is really awesome. Next Edge Academy. Um, it's near downtown Sioux Falls. I'll link that in the description to you guys. And if you're in the area, you know, Sioux Falls, you guys take, um, anybody can come join, correct? Yep. Um, it's a super friendly place like you know you can be unathletic you could be a me total so it could be me i could walk in there just like that just ready to be like hey don't get my ass kicked today but you're not gonna make fun of my fat ass we're all super friendly <laughs> but we do roast each other oh I mean, yeah yeah, you yeah. Know, nobody's safe i guess in that, in that sense but, did you start at this gym yeah cool. um i started wrestling um in high school at my high school Lincoln High School, where I coach wrestling now. Okay. And then I started judo um, at J-Ho Sims, which was a place in Sioux Falls. Um, and then, but like jujitsu and striking and kickboxing and boxing, I all did at Next Edge. Hmm. 
Very cool. So now that's uh, what's the plans with that in the future? Do you kind of just want to be like a like? Do you guys call it a sensei or something like that? Do you want to be like a teacher there, long term or? Um, it, it's just coach. Coach. You know? yeah. Um, I know karate is like sensei and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Okay. When I trained judo at Jeho Sim, like you, he was referred to as Master Sim, and mm. it was like super traditional. Um, you have to bow to your partner before every drill. This uh. Our gym is kind of like, I guess, more lax in that sense. It is. Um, but there's still respect, obviously. Yeah, yeah. it's just you don't have to, you know, yeah. I call our head coach, the guy that runs the place, Bruce. Okay. Not anything right. else. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think as long as I'm fighting, I'd like to continue coaching. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like coaching helps me as an athlete. Oh, yeah. Just because... Um, I'm learning from like that third perspective. I can see what other people are doing wrong and then helping them. I can kind of understand a little more about oh, yeah, myself. Nothing, nothing better than, you know, you're yelling at a kid to do this, do this, do that. And now you're yelling at yourself in your own head. Okay. I need to do this, this. So, right. That's awesome. So, uh, where, so there, there isn't a next planned fight though yet. Right. This one came, I feel like came about next time, you know, hit us up. But when, when the fights come out, how far in advance do you find out? It it's a full range. Really? You know? Yep. Um, like right now, I might potentially fight in a couple of weeks. It's, really? Yep. It's just it's kind of up in the air. Okay. Otherwise, it's like uh, LFA's. I guess pretty good about it for the most part. You know, the, give you six weeks or so. That's what I'm saying. Promoting wise, don't they want to do it the longer out so they can sell tickets? Yeah, make money. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I. But you know, sometimes you got you have a guy that's like, "Hey, I'm willing to fight for you guys," and then finding that person to fight that guy takes. Gotcha. You know, so that takes some time. That's probably the thing that you run into the most. Then is just finding matches. Is that yeah. the hardest part? Okay. Because mm -hmm. even in your weight class, how many people are in your weight class? Um. You know, heavyweight and 20, 125 are the smallest weight classes because, you know, if you just think about it, they're the weight classes with the least amount of people. Least yeah, amount of right. people. Because right. it's like a like a special type person, I guess, to be a heavyweight and right. then also to even be the smallest weight. You know what I mean? Right. That's There's us as people, we're always in between. So. I think they call it a bell curve or whatever okay. where it's like, you know, the middle is big and right. the sides are... Makes Smart. sense. So you might fight in a couple of weeks. That'd be dope. Or if they said, "Hey, we need you to fight in a couple of weeks," are you like, "All right, yeah, hell yeah, I'm in." Yeah. Or, um, know. I'm still in good shape. I didn't take much damage. Um, I'm probably a better fighter because I just got those 15 minutes two weeks ago. Yeah. And like now, I'm like fresh in that fight mode. And that knowledge is not anything that you can get from practice, right? I mean, that's real ring knowledge is way different, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. When when the gloves are four ounces and the lights are bright and people are yelling, it's a little different than just sparring in practice. Yeah, for sure. Now, Which you don't think about till you're in there and it's, right. it just feels that's, a little different. I'm sure that's a whole nother thing. I mean, I wrestled in high school too. And even then, like when you make it to the final round or whatever, which I didn't very much, <laughs> like, but you know, the lights on you, you know what I mean? And the whole gym is on you. So, I mean, that's, you know, fighting there. Now the Pentagon, did you guys draw a good crowd? Yeah, um, I think it was a little 
I think it was less than what it has been in the past, which was surprising. But weather's been shit though around here. It's, things have been so shitty, so I'm sure that had to play a part. Yeah, because for the most part, Two Falls is like super gung ho about oh, it. Oh yeah. It's, so, I mean, it was still pretty, you know, pretty full. It was still loud. Like I heard a huge pop when I walked out, and nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Nice. So that adrenaline, I mean, that enough is going to be enough to keep you wanting to do it, right? I mean, just that, you know, like, I'm the man. I'm walking out right now. I'm fucking Robiel, baby. <laughs> like, you know, I got this. Like, that's how you feel, right? I mean, when you're coming out, like, I mean, you you have to think that way. You can't be like, oh, fuck, shit, we'll get this over with. You know right, what I mean? Yep. Like, you have to be confident, right? Mm -hmm. Do you see kids out there yet just, like, puking their out of their ass? Like, you know what I mean? Right before they go on, like, nervous as shit. Uh, or do they all fake it? Like, no, I'm good, bro. You know, I think everybody that's honest with themselves will say that they're, you know, scared when they're in the locker room. Don't they say, too, if you're not nervous before every fight, like, you shouldn't be doing it? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yep. like, you should be. Like, if this becomes, like, meh to you, you shouldn't be doing if it. If it's important to you and you've really put a lot into it, you're going to feel nervous, you know? And the the goal is to... Like not like fight those nerves, but to accept them and then use those nerves to excite you. Like, Hell yeah! I'm, I get the opportunity to go out there and perform in front of my friends. I put this many hours just behind the scenes in the training room. Now I get to actually like show off and yeah. Dude. What would you say to a kid right now that you know? Because it was a little bit different for me. You you started fighting, then you want to fight. And then uh, what would you say to the kid that went out there, trained, then lost the fight? And he's like, you know, fuck this. I'm not doing this no more. This sucks. Like, But this kid put so much effort into it. What would you say to that kid? I, you know, if they really put in a lot of effort, then I would be like, you you got to keep going. You know, it's it, it's almost like... A bigger loss that you quit after that than, sure. like you're losing more as a human being because you're giving up on yourself when you should when you need to just keep going because so, uh, it'll happen if you put in enough work and you stay consistent it'll one day it'll click and one day it'll happen hell yeah. I brought that up because I want you to hear that. Say that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to even for a second think you should stop fighting more because I'll be honest with you, dude. I wasn't into this shit really before, and now watching you, you got me into it. Like, I'll watch it. I saw even what I saw was in some uh, MMA fights and shit like that. That's Never awesome. watch it till you came around, ever. My wife can attest to that shit. Cause I don't, <laughs> I'm a big football fan. I love football and stuff. You know, I played football and this and that. But, like, fighting, I was just like, you know, you. I just, like, I just didn't get it. But then... The way you explain your gym, it's kind of like a really cool, right? Like, you know, you guys don't disrespect each other. Like, it's just, all right, don't take this the wrong way. And I know a lot of your uh, your fighting friends and stuff will probably listen to this. But the, from outsider looking in, but and you got to understand, this is like, I don't know anything about nothing. I don't know anything about what you guys do. And I'm sure no you know what I'm going to say. But what I'm going to say is that, like, I was like, look at these fucking meatheads. Like, these guys that think that they're going to just... I'll kick your ass. Like, why? Because I fucking, I train. And then talking to you and listening to how the way the gym is, it's like the complete opposite. It's like you guys sound like you train for a reason. You you respect people more even, and you would never go out and pick a fight just because of the knowledge that you do have. Yeah. 
And, you know, so I had a completely different man. I honestly thought that you're all getting together and, you know, jerking and, just, <laughs> you know, just being like, let's all fight and like, let's go to the bar together. All right. After training, we're going to meet. We're going to go to the bar at seven, go pick fights. Like, that's what I had in my head. You know what right. I mean? Because, like, you look at some of these guys, like, everybody knows who Conor McGregor is. Mm -hmm. But he's just, like, this arrogant asshole. But then I even started to look at some of his stuff, and I'm kind of a fan of him now, too. But because I see that he's more promoting than anything. But, um, no, so I had it wrong in my head. That's just what I thought, you yeah. know? And, you know, I think in this sport, like, it's it's tough. Because if you fake that ego and... Ego, that's, yeah, yeah. And you have that ego, it's going to hurt you inside the cage. Because in the cage, you have to be who you are authentically. And if, like, you're putting up a, a tough guy front... It, it's gonna come out and show when. That's such a out. good fucking point. Wow, that almost makes me want to just like get into a fight, and see who I am, because <laughs> I don't even know who I am. You know what I mean? Because that makes so much sense. Like, if you really, because it's almost like you need to be who you are behind closed doors to everybody mm -hmm. in life, and it's like you make that sound so right. Like you have all these guys out there, so much every every dude in in most situations. It always thinks they're the badass. They're, you know, oh no, I'll, I'll beat you up, blah blah. Right. And uh, God, I really wonder what it'd be like. And then when you get into, it's just kind of like what you said. You get into the ring, and it's like, well, we're gonna find out exactly who this person is. You know, yeah. whatever. Because like, it sounds like, you know, you won your fights, and even though you lost them, like you were right there. Like no one's beat your ass. You know what I mean? And like you are out there, and you know what you want to do, and going forward. So, man, that was such a good analogy, like a good way to think about it. Wow, wow that's that's crazy. So that's dope. With going forward again, though, so I just, I just really, really, really hope that. And you don't seem like the type of guy to ever get down on yourself about shit. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know you that well, but I, you know, I try to stay, find the silver lining. What um, would your woman say about it if she was right here? Do you know? <laughs> What's well, your girl's name, by the way? I Samantha. Forget. Shout out Samantha. Hey, girl. So in the intro, I know uh, I had mentioned you one time. Uh, the last uh, podcast title was uh, How to Get Girls by Fighting, and she made sure to jump in on that right away. would be like, he got this girl. He's mine, boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a good one, dude. That's dope. So what, what would she say if she was here? You know, How does she feel like you are? Are you a crabby asshole the next day when you lose? Or what do you like? I think... She would probably say she could tell him that I'm, you know, bummed out. Yeah. But, you know, she's also said before that um, she respects how, like, I try to find the positive in, like, shitty situations. Dope. And, yeah, I think I try to have the mentality of just get the next best thing. So, sweet. originally so it was to be... You know, undefeated UFC champ, and then <laughs> well, it still can be. Just now, undefeated part. Who yeah. cares? You know, it still undefeated can be. as of today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're only as good as you know, or you you always go from today on. You know, yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Right. You gotta live right now. You know what I mean? So when I'm when I'm you know listening to you and talking to you about it, it sounds like you have a great core of people behind you. Got a great gym. You know, obviously everybody's dream is to be undefeated in MMA, blah, blah, blah. But there isn't one MMA fighter that's undefeated. You look at Ronda Rousey, went crazy, blah, blah, blah. Conor McGregor did what he did, and then he got his ass. Now, that was, like, one of the first fights I watched. Damn, that guy, whoever he fought, what was his name again? Oh, Khabib. Jeez, that's a man above that. That's a man's man. Like, I don't I don't know one person on this earth that could, I mean, And wow. he's actually 
an undefeated champion. Is as, he really? Okay, right so now. I take but it back. He's the only one and like ever. Like, right? And nobody has ever retired undefeated. If you fight sure. long enough, yeah. you're gonna end up losing. For sure. And 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 so even then, man, I mean you gotta look at, you know, the, this one dude, which he did have a loss in his life though, as an amateur fighter. I I did I uh dove into that so blah, blah. but i dove into that and i think he lost because i remember watching this youtube video it was like a loss that he had and he hit the ground crying and he just lost it but uh, so even him has dealt with loss so get the undefeated shit out of your head but dude i i really believe you keep pushing i know i'll see you in the ufc someday because you're you're following your dream you know what i mean and yeah. you're not gonna quit the only person that'll probably get in your way would be yourself if you stopped right so so that's 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 where i see that going and the fact that you're even driving out here to do an interview and kind of do that stuff, it's like you still want to keep your dream alive. You know what I mean? And yeah. There you go. So, and then you're also a bouncer, too. So everything that you do kind of revolves around fighting. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, you know, I so I wrestled two years in college okay. at two different colleges. Okay. And. Um, what weight classes? 125. Okay. Which is the smallest weight class in college. And is it's it? the weight class I fight at. And in college, I was very undersized. I was, like, very underdeveloped. I hadn't, like, hit puberty yet. Right. So I was – I never weighed 125. Damn. I always weighed, like, 118, 119. Wow. But um, I never really had – I learned a lot from those coaches, but I never really had, like, a connection with any of my college coaches. Okay. To where, like, you know, I remember things about them or things that they've said – but I had one college coach, and I remember he said one day, like, plan plan your life around your training. And that kind of stuck with me. Like, I never wanted to have an excuse to, like, that, like, oh, I wish I could have trained more, but I have this job or um, okay. anything along those lines. So my whole life, like, I've tried to do that, and I – so I work security on the weekends at night when there's no practice to miss. Right. And then that's great. Coach privates or coach wrestling during the wrestling season, which I'm still also like working out with the kids and learning yeah. and yeah, it's still helping. So me. and that's still wrestling, some you can incorporate in your fighting, obviously. Yeah. So that's so dope, you know. When you got these kids out here now. Take that as a lesson to the kids, and I know we have a younger uh, listening audience as well, guys. Follow your dreams and the expect like into the way that he's doing it. Now, don't go out there and be like, you know, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be fucking Justin Timberlake, and then not even try to sing or do whatever. Just you know, don't follow your dream. But if you follow your dream in a good way, where you have a job, you have food on your, your food in your belly, you you you're figuring it out. You're making your training your lifestyle. It's not just a thing you do; it's your life. It's a lifestyle, not just a a job that you have. It's a lifestyle, right? Kind of like a good diet or anything like that. You can't just diet to lose weight, right? You have to make it a lifestyle. You can't become a good fighter just because you go to the gym a couple times a week. Got to make it a lifestyle. It's right. what you do. It's what you do all the time. Mm -hmm. And just like even with our podcast here too, it's like, you know, no matter what, like shit tonight, we had a different guest coming in or, you know, I wanted to cancel that, but it's like, you know, if I want to do this and if I want this to work, I have to do it once a week. I got to post, you know? Right. And so I really respect that, man. That's really cool. And I'm like, I really wish more people would do that, but it just seems like in the world we live in, man, it's like if you're following a dream or you're doing something a little out of the norm, it's almost like people look down on you for it because yeah. they're so upset with their own lives. To be mm -hmm. real, you know, they're so 
well, upset that they're following some working for the man or blah blah blah. You know, so right. Even like my parents, like when I'm when I was starting off on this, they're like, "What? You're spending so much time doing this thing, right?" That like I felt like. I had to prove to them like, hey, like I'm a hundred percent committed to this. I'm yeah. not like just doing this for fun. Right. Or, like you're do- not going three days a week then getting wasted constantly. Right. Like I'm going every day. I'm leaving at the same time. I'm coming home. I'm right. like no excuses. And, and then- look at what you have accomplished, dude. You are a professional fighter. Yeah. Do you realize that? Like, you know, let that resonate. Okay, you got a loss, got whatever. How many people in their life are ever say they're a fucking professional anything? I mean, I'm, pro- I'm a professional fucking dumbass. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, I can't say that I was a really professional anything. So that's right. dope, dude. You're a fucking professional fighter, Robio. That's dope. So keep, you know, just keep that going. And that's cool that you could tell your parents that, too. You know, you were super fucking dedicated to what you were doing, and you did it, and you're a pro. Now you're just growing, yeah. you know? How old do these fighters get? Because I've seen some UFC fighters that get, like, fucking, what, 35 to 40? Yep. Um, obviously, the older you get, your your style has to change. Like, Their man strength comes when you're, like, 20 to 20 to 30, though. 25 to 30 right. is really when, like, you're going to feel just because it's just genetics. Like, it's just how it is. Like, mm-hmm. so, so yeah. you said the style has to change, all you said? Yeah, for, you know, for, it just depends on who you are. Heavyweights they can fight till they're over 40 just because you know no heavyweights like a super quick agile guy and the last thing that leaves is power so if you still have a good amount of power and good timing you can make it work for the lighter weight classes i say like like 35 35 you know around that age so you have a solid 10 to to 10 to 12 years, right? Mm-hmm. You got so much time, dude. Right. But also, don't think about it like that either. Because you know what I mean? A lot of people, especially I see it with kids, like, they're like, oh, well, I'll get there someday. I'll finish this when I finish it. Well, I was like, I'm only 17. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, they're fucking 19, living in their uncle's basement. <laughs> you know right. I mean? But I mean, when it comes down to it, I'm like, no offense, nephew. I know you listen to these. <laughs> but uh, when it comes down to it, though, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, Take advantage of those 10 years you've got. You know yeah. what I mean? Use it to your, and, and you are, you know? So you, is there, would there have been any of difference of the next fight if you would have won this fight? Like, do they push you to find more fights when that happens? Or is it the same shit? Um, not necessarily. I'm like right now in the boat where it, it just, it doesn't matter who. If there's a I, fight, you're going to get it. I, yeah. I got to take whatever fight I'm going to get and I got to, I got to beat them. I got to string a bunch of wins together to get to that next level is there a payout difference with the winning and losing winning and losing sometimes yeah like um but again it's not going to be that big of a difference maybe a couple hundred more dollars so you're making a few hundred dollars when you fight though yeah that's pretty dope you know what i mean that's you you realize that's another crazy thing you walk into a fight in an arena in front of people and they actually give you money to do that shit yeah you know what i mean even show up to the podcast guys i paid him to be here <laughs> no, yeah, no, which is very it. nice <laughs> but very i appreciate it always would though because you deserve it one and for two it's just like that's cool like you're in that line of work to be able to pay that you're a professional fighter you know you could be wherever you want it, talking to whoever you want, and you do choose a beer. So I do thank you for that. Also, with the fighting part of it, man, I mean, how cool of a feeling is that? You know, like, you get handed money after you fucking fight. Like, It's nice, because as an amateur, you don't get paid at all. And really? And you, you have to pay, like, 
commission fees and wow, like, you have to you pay have to get medicals done and <laughs> yeah so you you're losing money to just go fight so that's another way to really like you know even show your parents like look what i put in to get to this part like you know i was paying money to fight wow yeah that's crazy i did not know that that's kind of like a buddy of mine. He plays for the uh, there's some town team, like I think the Buffalo something, and it's a football team, and they have to buy their own pads and buy their own stuff, which is awesome. That's great. You know what I mean? Like I I love that because it, it really shows dedication. It right. loves, it, it shows love for the sport you're playing. You know yep. what I mean? So that's dope. And I think it like, um, you know it it just if you're super serious about it. Like you'll go through all of those hoops, and if For you're sure. not serious about it, like there's enough hoops that like takes away, you know, cuts those people out. Right. Which is probably good for the sport and good for those people, because if you just step into the cage, you know, never ever trained and yeah. just party no, in the last weekend. Sure. Yeah, like me wanting to fight right now, just being like, dude, I want to try. I don't want to see what I'm made of. Yeah. <laughs> that just like you, I wouldn't learn anything because I would just go against a professional fighter is what my ass. So, but that was South Dakota MMA like 15 years ago. Really? Like you could be at an event and ha- have drink a couple beers and. They call you from the stands. Are you serious? You go down and fight. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, I'm going to break this into a two-part episode, if you don't mind. Is that cool with you? That's cool with me. So we're probably going to break this into two parts right now. We're going to go ahead and uh, end episode one on that. I think you guys need to tune in next week to hear about the South Dakota MMA stuff where they would just call people up to fight. That's kind of crazy. We're also going to go more into what his plans are um, going forward with fighting. Tune in next week. Thanks, guys. Peace.